This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Hi, everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast here at Allegiant Stadium. Now, behind me, that's just a virtual screen. I'm literally looking out at the field. But uh, Raiders get a 34-7 dominating win over the San Francisco 49ers. Now, a couple of things I want to talk about. Then I'm going to get into actually breaking down the game a little bit. Um. But what we've seen, Josh McDaniels has preached consistency since he arrived in the desert. You did not see that from the team last year. You saw it in um, free agency. You saw it in the draft. Then you saw it in mini camps, and you saw it in OTAs, and you saw it in the last mini camp. You saw it the first two weeks of um, the Raiders training camp. And in week three, you saw it at the beginning. Then you saw it through both of the joint practices with the 49ers. And then you, today at Allegiant Stadium, you saw it again. Consistency. The Raiders were dominant. Um, they were the better team all week against a team that was a quarterback injury away from what I believe was going to a Super Bowl. You may not, but they were in the championship game. Um, and they lost their quarterbacks. They looked dominant uh, at everyone. They owned the line of scrimmage. The uh, points that you saw um, San Francisco get were uh, off of a, um, you saw uh, an interception that Duke Shelley should have had, hit him, bounced up. They caught it for a touchdown. And again, credit them. They got it. They, they got the points. It, it wasn't like, you know, shouldn't have got it, but it's one that Duke Shelley should have had. And then there was another um, dropped interception by Amari Bernie that led to a field goal attempt. They didn't convert it. But the Raiders got turnovers. The Raiders were relentless. The Raiders got sacks. And all the way down to their substitutes of the substitutes, guys that wouldn't make the team, they just continued that relentless outrage and havoc. Um, one of the things that you heard me ask Max Crosby about earlier in the week, and if you didn't go back and watch that video, I would encourage you to please, um, was this team as the most team energy I've ever seen in four years of covering the Raiders. They were literally uh, the players that didn't play were cheering and coaching. And it was just it was interesting to see. It's a team dynamic. I've been covering sports for decades and I'm not saying this is a championship team. I think at its best, if Jimmy stays healthy, there's a nine win team. 
But what you I have always seen on championship teams is that energy, that synergy. And the Raiders have that. You can tell what they're building in the way they're building. So I want to talk about a lot of people. First of all, I told you I wanted to see a lot of Aiden O'Connell. Didn't want to see Jimmy or Brian. Um, I had heard that that was a potential. We were going to see a lot of Jimmy. Excuse me, a lot of Aiden. And we did. He played, um, I'm going to, well into the third quarter. And he played well. Let me just read his stat line real quick because he was 18 of 15. I'm excuse me, 15 of 18 for 141 yards. He was sacked once. He had a TD pass and he had no interceptions. And his QB rating was a, almost a 118 for a rookie in his first game. Now, if he was getting those stats in the third or fourth quarter, that'd be nice. But he got him in the first quarter. Now, were all the, the 49er starters playing? Nope. But a lot of them were in starting the game. There were backups in there too, stuck, you know, second teamers. These are legitimate football players on contracts as well. And Aiden O'Connell looked really good. A um, couple of passes were dropped and only really one that I would consider not a good pass. But where he put it, it was a, a 50-50 ball, but he put it in a place where it wasn't going to be intercepted. So to me, that's totally copacetic. It was a very good performance. Um, by the youngster from the Purdue Bowl and Rakers. I remember, um, and you can go back and watch these videos, the ones I did during the draft, when the Raiders picked him, a lot of, there was a lot of angst. And I told fans, relax, this is a guy that if he would have come out of college after his junior year, he, many people projected he would have been a first-rounder. The Raiders loved him when they were scouting for um, um, the Patriots, loved him, and they really, really liked him. Moving forward, and, and he turned out to be really good in his first start. And it's preseason. I'm not saying he went out and beat Buffalo on the road in a regular season game, but all that he could do, you know, everyone keeps reminding me it's preseason. Okay, I do this for a living. I get it. I understand. But the only thing we can judge is what they've done. And up to now, you're finally starting to see what Josh McDaniels has preached that it's consistency, consistency, consistency. And you know what? I agree it wasn't a regular season game, but they weren't at Buffalo today, and that wasn't on the schedule. And the way Josh McDaniels teaches his team to matriculate the season is one day at a time. So on this day, they were the better team against a team that a lot of people thought had Super Bowl aspirations. Another guy I wanted to talk about, two others in particular, is Zamir White. He came out, he had the ball uh, 13 times. He carried it for 43 yards, 3.3 average. And he had a touchdown, but he played tough. He ran the ball tough. Now, in fairness, we've known that about him. That's never been in doubt how he runs the football. He's not the same size, so please don't, don't hear that. But he reminds me of a little bit of a Natron means, just his aggressive style. Now, not as big, not saying he is, but he's a lot faster but just that style of going after guys, he still has to improve in the passing game. However, in his defense, he did play today the best I've seen him in the passing game. So he is improving there. Another young guy, and I, I'm going to have this video up probably tomorrow, Sincere McCormick. This is a running back, and he had nine carries for 27 yards and a touchdown, but he played tough. That young man played tough. I don't know if he's, there's going to be room on this roster. Last year, they carried a lot of running backs. Okay, Could he push a Bolden out? Would they keep 
uh, Amir Abdullah? Would they keep Sincere? Would they keep Zamir and Josh Jacobs? Well, they kept five last year. I still think they should probably keep three to keep an extra receiver. But certainly McCormick's putting his name there. And another week next week like this can, if it doesn't help him here, it's going to help him. He's going to catch on with somebody. But uh, Sincere McCormick looked exceptionally well. Another guy I, I just want to hit on for a minute uh, that I was impressed with. I think he had a good game, and, and we're going to get into this a little bit. But I want to talk about Jordan Willis. Now, here is a a veteran guy um, trying to make a move. This is a veteran guy trying to do something. It's a veteran guy trying to make something happen. Now, I know he's not been around a million years, and I'm not even implying that he is. In fact, I want to look real quick. But let me tell you what he is doing. He is trying to make a roster spot or put something on film for other teams to make a judgment on. And if you watch the game tonight, I really challenge you, if you DVR'd it especially, go back and look. There were some plays with some real relentless uh, pursuit of the quarterback, stuff that's not going to show up on the stat sheet, but I know Josh McDaniels, and it's going to show up with Josh McDaniels, and Josh is going to be super impressed with it. That, to me, was one of the most impressive things I saw tonight, just the way Jordan Willis, you know, here's a defensive end. Now he's on a team with, you know, you know that Tyree Wilson's going to make it. Yeah. You know that Chandler's going to make it. You know that Max is going to make it. And, you know, you know, Malcolm Kuntz has the inside battle. Okay, so he could be a guy that's on the outside looking, uh, looking in. So he just knows I've got to do this. I've got to make it happen. I got to get out there and make it work. And that's what he did. He just battled. In fact, sorry about this. I'm I'm trying to grab something because I wanted to give you some detailed information. I want to tell you this real quick about Jordan. So this is a guy, you know, he's in year seven. And so he's battling to make a team, but he's putting some stuff on film. I thought Jordan Willis looked really, really good. Another guy I want to talk about is Amari Bernie. Um, now, he had a dropped interception, and it was funny because I tweeted out, he's had pleasantly having a really good game. Then he dropped an interception, but he looked really good. The Him and Luke Masterson. Now, Luke's going to be a starter. We know that Robert Spillane is going to be a starter. Um, Divine Diablo. But this is a guy fighting as a rookie. He's going to make the team. But I thought he had a very good performance today. He looked really good. You know, started a little bit shaky, but still made some plays. But I thought Amari Bernie was a guy, if you watched, I really challenge you to go back and look at him and just spend some time. Now, I want to talk to you about another guy, and I want to grab the stat, my, my stat book right here, because he's a guy, uh, um, yeah. uh, Cole Fotheringham, the tight end. I want to read you this real quick. He had five targets. Caught the ball all five times for 71 yards. He was exceptional. He was not good. Now, this is a guy, second year out of Utah. Um, he looked extremely good. Uh, I talked with him in the locker room after the game. I'm going to put that video up tomorrow. Um, but what was really impressive about him is, you know, Austin Hooper's going to make it. You know, Michael Mayer's going to make it. So that third tight end is going to have to be an impact player on special teams, and he made impact plays on special teams. Um, if there was a defensive uh, of star, 
Well, we'd have to think about that for a minute. Offense is clearly Aiden O'Connell, um, Zamir White, Cole Worthington. That would be your, I mean, uh, excuse me, fathering him. Uh, he, those would have been your three um, uh, offensive stars. Three really good offensive players that played extremely well and uh, got a lot of accomplished today for them. And I think they did a lot for the Raiders too. Now, I also want to get into some other guys. Um, I thought, you know, Heron on the offensive line, at times he looked good, but he's going to have to pay close attention to detail. That's a guy that if, if he's going to make this team, he's got to play um, uh, 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 on an island. I think that's probably the better way. Uh, he's got to play on an island, and he's got to be comfortable on an island. And tonight there were times he looked good, but not on an island, not when he was one-on-one with guys. He didn't look um he didn't look comfortable. Now, he's young, so I'm not worried about it. I'm just giving you an analysis of what stood out to me. Um, another guy, Roderick Teamer. This is a guy we project to make the roster, but what was really good about him is watching him make special teams plays. You know, in these preseason games, the, most of the guys who are playing are either fighting for a roster spot or a depth spot. And when you you want to watch who's going to make it, watch special teams. And Teamer, Teamer, made those special teams plays tonight. Um, Adam Butler, he's a veteran tackle. He just kept showing up. There were some things he did tonight that are not going to show on the stat sheet. You may remember, I told you last year, going into free agency and in the draft, the Raiders knew that they did not have what they needed at the point of attack and rushing. That's why they went out and got a born yard, a Byron Young, excuse me, a, a, a Nessa Jade Silvera. Adam Butler brought in. He has played great. I've mentioned him to you several times in camp. He played really well today, as well as another young defensive end, Adam Plant. Now, he's from UNLV, so he's a local kid. Do I think he's on the roster? No, I don't think he makes the 53, but he's playing good enough to make a practice squad and build into that. He was very, very good today. There was only really one moment where I wanted to ask Josh McDaniels, what are you doing? And 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 obviously he's down on the field. I can't. But this is in the second quarter of the um, uh, game. Dylan Parham is still playing. Now, I didn't even want to see Dylan today. I said any place that's secure, I don't want to see that guy play. But he did. And the guy gets, goes down hurt. I mean, it, it just it literally made no sense to me why he's playing. I'm sure Josh had a good reason. I mean, that's why he's getting paid millions of dollars to, to coach the team, but it just made zero sense to me at all. I'm, I'm, I will talk to him about that later, but um, I just found that to be very, very fascinating. Then, um, Netta Muti, uh, or, or Netera, I want to get his name right because I really like this young man. He's one of the offensive linemen. He's a guard. I want to pronounce it, so I'm going to look at the pronunciation scale. Netain Moody. Um, let me tell you about this kid. I really liked him and I thought he did really well tonight, but there were three plays where he kind of lost attention to detail. And so this is a kid battling to make a squad. You got it, got a Dylan Parham, you got an Alex Bars, you got a Greg Van Roten. So they may keep one more guard. And if, if that's going to be the case, if he wants to make it, he's going to have to pay close attention to detail. I'll be watching him really close next week in Los Angeles. Um, then let's get into 
Sam Webb. He got a big interception. A lot of people were a little bit surprised that in my preseason 53-man roster, I had Sam Webb making it. They like him a lot. Um, and again, tonight, you just saw that playmaking ability. I think there were a couple things that stood out. All training camp, they've been relentless, creating turnovers, creating havoc. It continued tonight. Um that was a big deal. The offense just ran. Uh, if you remember, I've told you how Josh last year was frustrated. His offense is predicated on quick throws, attacking the bubble from seven to 25 yards. That's Josh's offense. And if you look other than last year, that's Devante's game as well. And um, uh, they did that tonight. They threw within those windows. You saw that Josh McDaniel's offense didn't take risks because it didn't need to. And they just played their game. Uh, the Raiders didn't game plan for this. Josh talked about it earlier in the week. Him and I talked about it tonight. You can watch the video I'll put up later. Josh didn't game plan. And they just came out and said, okay, well, this isn't a regular season game. We're not going to game plan. We're going to do our thing. We're going to work on us. If we win, great. If we don't, great. But we're going to work on us. And they spanked them. And uh, I said it earlier in Sacramento. I think it's 1140. Um, great radio station, by the way, if you live in Sacramento. Um, but I said it earlier in the week that they went out there and smacked them in the face. And tonight they embarrassed them. Um, now, let me just say this. I think sometimes the term embarrassment is used a little bit too loosely. But tonight, if you're the 49ers from top to bottom, you got beat in every phase of the game. You can't even say your third string defense looked good. Nothing about your team looked good. And you're a team that that is a good football team with high expectations. Now, I think they'll bounce back. I think they'll bounce back. But it's going to be really fascinating to see. A couple things I want to talk about. Uh, Devontae Adams was here walking. Um, somebody told me they felt like he was limping. I didn't think so, but I'm, I'm certainly you're entitled to any opinion that you want. Nothing's changed. I told you right after the injury, I was told that just for safety – you know, they're not going to have him practicing, but he's fine. He's going to be ready for the regular season. And uh, Tyree Wilson was here again. Uh, everything I've been told on him is accurate. They're just being extra careful. But he's walking, no limp. He looked great. Um, he was out here on the field cheering and, and having a great time with his teammates. So those are some things I think you should be encouraged up. I don't think Dylan um, – uh, let me rephrase this. I have no word on the Dylan Parham injury. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just stop there because it would be speculation. I, although it would be educated speculation. I'm going to wait till I talk to somebody and get a word to confirm what I think, but I'll leave it there. So overall, it was a very good performance by the Raiders. Now, a lot of people are going to say, yeah, well, it was only a preseason game. And you're right. You're absolutely right. If you don't want to get excited, I don't care. I have no dog in the hunt. But I think you should be that this is a pattern of consistency. Now, here's a big deal. The Rams are not as good as the 49ers. Now, clearly, the 49ers just didn't look good. And I expect I want to see the Raiders go to L.A., and I'll be there next week at practices and at the game. I want to see them go there, and I want to see them be consistent. This is a team that... Right now, we don't believe is as good as San Francisco. So I want to see the Raiders go down there 
and remain consistent. Win the joint practices, win the game, just keep keep moving down, keep staying consistent. Now I have zero expectations when they go to Dallas. Zero, as in nada, as in none, as in that dog don't hunt, nothing. Because I don't think most of the team's going to make the trip. And uh, that's just the last game the roster is going to be set. There may be one or two guys that have a chance to to win something, but uh, that's it. So I don't have any expectations in Dallas. So overall, I thought it was a great performance by the Raiders. I give it an A, absolute an A, not only just because they won, but the way they won. They dominated every phase of the game other than Dylan Parham. I didn't see any coaching things that I would question. You know, there's some guys that have a lot to clean up, but it was, the again, the first preseason game. You can't say, well, it was only a preseason game, it doesn't count, and then say, look how this play went. You can say, yep, it was a preseason game, they won it, which is what they you do, you win the next day on the schedule. But then you also got to give a little bit of grace and uh, go back and, and let some guys clean some things up. I think LA is going to be great next week. Now, the team leaves, matter of fact, if they haven't already left, they're leaving here very shortly to go to LA, the, the practices start on Wednesday. I'll be there, have all the coverage for you. And uh, we're going to get into a lot there with you and going to be watching a lot. I'm going to see some of these young guys. Can they, who have played well this week, can they keep that consistency up? I'm going to look for maybe a couple guys who I mentioned on a little bit of weak points. You know, I'm going to watch Heron. What is he doing now when he, when he, when he's, you know, on an Island, I'm going to watch, you know, some other guys and say, Hey, like, uh, Moody, what is he going to do? Or Muti, I don't know how to pronounce it. I apologize. But, you know, is is he going to, you know, what's he going to do when he needs to, you know, pay attention to detail? And again, I want to watch Jordan Willis continue to compete. He's relentless. I want to see, you know, Fotheringham, can he continue to battle? I'm going to tell you the way he played tonight. If he plays this way again, he'll make the roster. I'll make that prediction right now. He'll make the roster which is going to be very fascinating to me. So great performance by the Raiders. It was a preseason game, but I think the biggest takeaway was that there was a ton of consistency and that's what Josh McDaniels wanted. And that's what Josh McDaniels want, got. All right, everybody, we'll be back tomorrow with more podcasts. We're going to talk about some, some other big things from the game that I just wanted to get you a quick instant reaction here and a lot more details from down inside the locker room, things that I was told by players inside the locker room, talking to players in the locker room. I got a lot I want to talk about. Thayer Mumford, Jermaine Illuminor, that battle. Got a lot going on, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So I appreciate you. Remember, this is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network from here at Allegiant Stadium. God bless you, everybody. Have a great night. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider production on the Fans First Sports Network.